Welcome to Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. My name is Caitlin. My name is Tiffany. What did we watch today, Tiffany? Honestly, I don't even know what we watched today. <laughs> um, we watched Caitlin's favorite show from when she was 18 years old. No, 18 is wrong. <laughs> um, it was eight. Her, eight her, years old. Teen. No, it, eight. No, 1994. Okay, uh, Gargoyles. Yeah, have you seen Gargoyles? Because it's a good, it's a fun show. I have so many questions about this. This is a, this is a new, we're, this is new territory for peanut butter and jelly shoes. This is something that Caitlin has seen and loved that I have never seen in my life, and I feel like normally it's the opposite scenario. That's happened numerous times. So I think Caitlin's kind of excited going into Mm -hmm. this because this is like her forte and I have no idea what the fuck I just watched. Totally. Like, okay, it wasn't my number one favorite show when I was like eight or nine years old when this was on. I would say it was probably my second favorite show, second to like Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Jinx, give me your friendship for life. Aw, high five. Aw. We literally just high fives. Um, (laughs) So, but we couldn't find it on the internet on a website that didn't fill my computer with viruses. Animaniacs, she means. Yes. So I uploaded the pilot episode of, of Gargoyles, and we watched that instead. But So this was definitely, like, a, on the DL favorite show for me. I watched it, like... Were it, you really afraid of what your eight-year-old friends thought of you, what you were watching? Well, I had this weird thing where I was like, oh, this feels like a boys' show. And, like, I feel like I couldn't watch it because I was a girl. But I, I loved so it. So dumb. I know, but I, I definitely had that feeling, and I watched it, like, it came on right after I got home from school, and we had a little tiny TV in our kitchen when I was, like, eight or nine years old, and I used to watch it on that when my parents were, like, upstairs. Uh-huh. And so I used to love it, and I remember thinking, like, oh, this is a really cool show, like, it's different, it felt, like, adultish in a weird way, and I loved it, and none of my friends... I never talked about it with any of my friends. It was, like, a very private thing, but, like, I, this was one of my favorite shows when I was, like, yeah, like, like, third, fourth grade. Okay, I have a sidebar right off the bat. Cool. So, you were a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze, right? Totally, yeah. So, how old were you when that came out? Oh, I was probably, like, six or seven. Did you feel weird about liking that? No, I'm... that's kind of like a, quote-unquote, boys cartoon. Oh, I remember... So when the when the TV series was on, I remember very distinctly my poor mother. I remember watching it because all my friends watch it, and I felt embarrassed about it for some reason because I still had that weird gender thing in my head, like yeah. boy shows, girl shows. And I remember like my mom walking in on me watching Ninja Turtles when I was like five or six. And, like, running in front of the TV and, like, covering it. And oh be like, God. don't look! <laughs> don't look Don't look me. what I'm watching! Oh, that's so and funny. she was like, I don't care. Like, you're, like, five. Like, I don't give a crap. Like That's so interesting. Yeah, I remember, like, being, like, freaking out and standing, like, throwing my arms in front of the TV. Like, don't look what I'm watching! Like, so embarrassed. But it was literally just Ninja Turtles. So, like, I felt the same way about Gargoyles. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I never, I watched a lot of those shows and I never felt like, maybe it's because I had an older brother. So I watched a lot of TMNT uh, and, like, G.I. Joe and that kind of stuff and never felt weird about it. Yeah, I just had an older sister, so I felt like that was maybe was part of it. I, had, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so I had that stigma of, like, oh, this is for boys. You shouldn't watch that. Yeah. But... Well, I, here's... here's This probably isn't the right place in the podcast to say this. I could probably talk about it more at the end. Okay. But, like, as... At the age I'm at now, okay. and knowing you at the age you are now... 
it makes a hundred percent sense to me that you were super into gargoyles. Oh, totally. Like I can watch this as an adult and be like, "Yep, I can see Caitlin liking this now." Let alone when you were small. <laughs> like, it's like a historical show. It's like based on like some weird ass kind of history that I'm very unclear on that I'm going to need some, <laughs> some explanation and like just kind of outside of the norm. And so I feel like that is very you. Well, I told you like one of the reasons I liked it as a kid is because it didn't, I felt like it didn't talk down to kids. Oh, absolutely And not. you were like, even as an adult, like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, as a 30-whatever-I-am, I didn't even understand what was happening. And, like, when I looked this up, I looked it up on uh, on a website to see where I could find it to watch legally. And it was like, it showed me the breakdown of episodes. And it was episodes one through five were Awakening Part 1, Awakening Part 2, Awakening Part 3. And I'm like, what? are we getting into like what children's cartoon needs a five but seriously needs like five episodes to explain the world they are living in that's how complex this world is it was a fucking complicated nightmare no (laughs) like it ended and i was like Excuse me? This is the ending? Like, how is this... Oh, like, no, I you didn't... saw the ending in the first episode. <sighs> because apparently you, the ending doesn't really happen until episode five. Is that right? Well, it really doesn't happen until episode, like, three. Or like, season three, and, but yeah. it's. It, I mean, it's a different way than I've... I've never seen a children's cartoon portrayed this way, where, like, it starts out with a very complicated backstory that, like, is in no way resolved by the end of the episode. So it's, like, a very complex thing that they're asking, like, under 10-year-olds to, like, tune in next week and see what happens in the year 994 A.D. in Scotland with these gargoyles that only come to life after the sun sets. I can tell you what happens. Oh, but I don't want to know. Maybe I'll watch it. No, you won't. I might. But I gotta say, for considering that it was 1994, and that it was for children, and aired at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon on, like, ABC, like, you gotta admit, like, the animation was pretty good, considering it was, like, over 20 years old. Yeah, the animation held up fine. Honestly, it reminded me a lot of every 90s, like, mid-90s cartoon Aww. that I can remember. Like, the animation style. That's not saying it's bad, mm-hmm. but it, it very much was reminiscent of, like, you know, Captain Planet or, like, X-Men or any of those cartoon Ghostbusters, any of the right. cartoons that were on around that time. It was the same style of animation. I don't think it was bad. I think it definitely holds up. It doesn't look like some of the really shitty animation that, like, you know, I can't think of an example right now. But it held up. It just, I don't know. It wasn't your thing. No, it's not that it wasn't my thing. It's that, like, it, my mind cannot comprehend that this was made for small children. Okay, well, that's good because as a small child, I felt really mature watching it. Like, no, so basically, (laughs) if you haven't seen it, it's, like, this takes place well the, it's the beginning of it is in new york in 1994 yes and there's like this brawl going on like it's like these is like cops like people like have, have blocked off this area around the skyscraper and there's all these like it looks like an event uh, an avengers movie yeah with, like a bunch of shit happening on top of a skyscraper in new york city exactly like crazy lights and big noises and explosions and like they have like the like police tape have like 
like have like you know taped it off and like cops come and they're like what's going on like i don't know and like they see all the stuff going on in the sky and then like there's like a big piece of stone that falls and there's big claw marks and it. like what was what's happening and then it cuts and then it goes like flashback to like medieval scotland yeah because logically to understand what's happening in 1994 we have to flash back to 994 ad <sighs> in scotland literally the only note i took while I was watching this was Scotland? Question mark. I feel so bad. (laughs) No, don't. Here's the thing. I'm giving you a hard time. I enjoyed this. It left me with a crap load of questions, but that's not to say I didn't like it. If anything, me having questions means I'm interested in it. So it was like, yeah, so they go back to Scotland, medieval era. And there's Vikings. There's Vikings attacking. Is that a thing? Were there Vikings in Scotland? Well, there were definitely Vikings in Ireland. So Is Ireland Scotland? No, but they're really well. close to each other, so I presume, like, <laughs> geographically... Okay. Like, a lot of Vikings were atta- were attacking Ireland around the same time, mm-hmm. so presumably, it's... Po- I mean, it's feasible, for sure. Okay. But, like, it was a Scottish, like, landhold, and, like, with a castle, and, like... The castle was, like, if I may interject, like, absolutely hanging over a cliff. Yeah. Like, it was perilously located. Yeah, that's how it is over there. All right, that's all I got. And then, like, but the Vikings were trying to take it, but then... The just because they were Vikings, or was there a reason I missed? Just because, I don't know, because it was Vikings. I mean, it was pre-William the Conqueror. You lost me already. 1066. Oh my god, you're such William a nerd. The Con- no, it's not a nerd. William the Conqueror, who's from Normandy, which is actually part of France, 1066. So this was, like... Almost 70 years later. So smart. Or behind. This okay. was 70 years prior. Okay. So Vikings were attacking, trying to take over this castle. They wanted the princess. They wa- Well, they wanted, they, wanted, they wanted the castle. They wanted the whole thing. Just oh, a okay. stronghold. Uh-huh. And then they took, but then there was uh, the gargoyles guarding the castle. And they only become live after sunset. And I knew that was true because they made a very careful point to (laughs) show (laughs) where the sun was at the horizon, like as the Vikings are beginning to scale the castle. And I think that the Vikings were aware of the gargoyles, right? Because they were talking about, like, can we do this at this point? Like, I'm not scared of them. They're made of stone. Like, famous last words. Am I right? Well, I liked how... They never, they never explicitly said, "Oh, they're only gar- they're only alive after sundown until sunrise." Like they never explicitly said that, but it's just watching it, you got that sense. Like, well, they were so hitting you over the head with that, though. Right. It was like the ca- it was like the but camera was- looking at the stone gargoyle and then panning to the left and looking at the sun. And then panning back to the gargoyle, and then panning back, and the sun is dipping lower. Like, it did that until they woke up. Right, but it was like, even knowing this was like a show for kids, they never said in dialogue. They never said in dialogue, oh, this, the gargoyles are going to turn, because whatever. It was just like, you visually saw, oh, the sunset, and then the gargoyles wake up. They and never then, gave you the rules. No, they never gave you the rules. And then yeah. later, when the sun goes, uh, rises they turn back to stone and they never explicitly say like oh the sun is rising we're going to turn back to stone it was just like just happens and i like respected that here's a thing that i kind of had like an issue with yeah so like everybody that lived there was like aware of this like it was a thing and everybody knew and was like cool with it 
Well, because sort it of. seemed like when they would wake up at or like not wake up maybe isn't the right word, but when they would come to life, there were just like peasants hanging around in the castle grounds, like having a party, dancing around, and then the gargoyles were just like casually like hanging out near them eating. Remember, like, my favorite one was, like, the fat gargoyle? The fat one. I was like, who's going to be my favorite? Oh, it's that guy who's, like, constantly eating. And they don't have names until, like, the third or fourth episode. And so, like, there's just all these people, like, casually hanging out around them. And I was like, that's so weird. So, like, they know that they're a thing and they're, like, not absolutely freaked out by this or terrified by this. And if they weren't aware that it was a thing... How could they not be? Because, like, if they don't make it back to the castle before the sun rises, they just freeze in place wherever they are, right? Well, I think it's just, like, it's it's supposed to highlight, like, what people have prejudices against. Like, it's, like, a thing that they see every day. Oh, like, the really day. popular prejudice against gargoyles? No, 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 no. But, like, I mean, it's, like, they see them every day because they wake, they wake up every single night. Uh-huh. And they're around the castle every single night. And, like, then it's just, like, they're having another meal around mm-hmm. and the people are just like yeah yeah these guys just don't talk to them kid because they're scary yeah i think it was just like highlighting prejudice but i don't know i don't know if they seemed that scared except for like there was one brief moment but like they seemed to be coexisting pretty like okay like it was just an accepted thing that like these things came to life yeah and they were just like sure yeah they're only here for a certain period of time but like don't worry about it it's just like their thing maybe but i don't know so they, but they <laughs> You said you had all the answers for me. No, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like it was just, like, how the way people are with normal prejudice. Like, oh, okay. you, you normally see, like, this guy constantly around your house, but, like, you don't talk to him, and he's just there, and if you do talk to him, you're like, uh, don't, like, kid, come to me. I don't, I don't... What? What are you even saying right now? <laughs> I don't The guy know. that hangs around your house? <laughs> But, like, I feel like it's the same way people act around, like, when you're at work and it's, like, you have, like, the gargoyles are sort of, like, the security guards. You know? Like, you uh, don't necessarily talk right. to the security but guards. But they're there. They're there every day, but, like, they're, like, don't talk to them, don't interact with them. They're just there. We accept that they're there. Just don't look at them. All right. I, 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 I like, like that metaphor. That was the the idea behind it. It's a good them. metaphor. Okay. So the Vikings are there and they're, like, trying to take over this castle. Yeah. I think we got really off topic. No, not really. I mean, we got a topic, but we like went on a tangent. But it was a so like so the Vikings try to take over, and then there's a turncoat amongst the Scots. He's a fucking Judas. Yeah, and like he, I don't even know what exactly he did. It was very, it was like so complicated that even as an adult, I was like, wait, he tur- he backstabbed this guy for that. Like I didn't understand it. Well, I, I, I yeah, a hundred percent did not understand this because. So the Vikings initially strike the castle. Mm-hmm. Gargoyles fight them away. The head, like, what the fuck, uh, sergeant or, like, army person or whatever, like, the head of the palace security, I don't know, the, the guy who turns out to be a turncoat, he, like, goes into the fancy dining hall where the princess is with all of her subjects, and he's like, my lady, like, we've the gargoyles have saved you. They're here to, like, receive your accolades. And she, like, freaks out because she doesn't want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. So he's like... Telling everybody, like, hey, these guys saved your butt. They're so wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then in the next scene, he's somehow sided with the Vikings? Yeah, I don't know. That. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, maybe that was a 
a, a flaw. Maybe we figure out what happens in Awakening Parts 2, 3, 4, or 5. <laughs> well, there was one thing that you did definitely have a, a foreshadowing on that I was Ooh, like, me? ah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. What was it? So, so basically... Was it about how I don't like the Lady Gargoyle? Yeah, the Lady Gargoyle. Yeah, Lady Gargoyle. I just got a real bad feeling about her. Didn't like her. So there's, like, a bunch of gargoyles in this castle, and they all turn awake at night, and they protect the castle. That's, like, basically their job. Mm-hmm. But turncoat guy plus Vikings smash a bunch of gargoyles to death. Yeah, that was upsetting. Yeah, and, like, they, they literally just murder a bunch of gargoyles, and you were, like, even, like, holy shit, like... I threw my water bottle across the room. You did! She was like, wait, they're killing... Like, they're I literally said, killing them? this is bullshit! And I threw my it's water bottle. It's the pilot episode, and they're killing a bunch of characters. And I also thought it was bullshit because the sun was going down, so they should have been able to wake up. But, they, whatever. Too close. Too close for that. Eh. But they... So, then they were... She, so then a bunch of them died, and she was like, What happened? And so, I don't even know where I was going. But basically, you said I saw foreshadowing. You without did knowing it. So basically, what happens is in the next episode, is like a bunch of so all of all the gargoyles that are there, maybe like a quarter of them survive. Because remember, they sent a bunch of them to the rookery to put yeah. for punishment. Those ones survive. Thank God, Tubbs is in there. You like Tubbs? I like Tubbs so no, much. None of them get names until I think like the third or is fourth episode. Is his name episode. Tubbs? No, do you want to know Charlie? No, I'll tell you what happens. So they they moved to New York. Is it Carl? No, they're all okay. named after New York landmarks. Oh, but his name is Broadway. Uh, I don't think I like that. Well, that's but this is the. Same I'm gonna. Name. I'm just gonna call him Carl. His, but his name is Broadway. That's what he mm-hmm. becomes. And the one that looks like a dog. The one that I thought I was gonna like before I liked Tubbs. No, no, no. There was one that doesn't. Oh no, talk. the one that was actually that I said was like an aquabat. Yeah, he's his name's Bronx. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. But, the other but one, yeah, so the gargoyles like had this weird ass dog. They're all I, named after like uh, New York landmarks. Like the old dude is named Hudson, like after the Hudson River. Oh, so they they're all named after. Does New Goliath's name change? No, he sees Goliath. Goliath is the main guy with a mullet. You guys. The other one that you liked, he, he's. Lexington, and then there's another. the The red one becomes brought, uh, Brooklyn. I'm starting to doubt the fact that the last time you saw this was when you were under ten, because you remember this really well. No, I saw it again when I was like in high school. Okay. So, but to be fair, like the last time I saw it, I was like seventeen, eighteen. So it's still been a long time since okay. I've seen it. You know what I find weird about this show and like every show that's what? a show with like strange protagonists is when they have pets. And, like, this one, like, it's just fucking, why does, why does everybody need a pet? Like, the gargoyles had, like, this weird stone dog that's also a gargoyle, and he looked like he should be, like, some sort of fish thing. You were, he like. He had, like, gills. And you were, I, like, he was an aquabat. And then I immediately was, like, you mean, like, the band aquabats? With and then Travis I said, Barker? sure, I know how much you love Travis Barker. Why does every conversation we have have to be about Travis Barker? What are you talking about? <laughs> when was the last time we had a conversation about Travis Barker? 20 minutes ago. Well, I'm referring to this because we're now on the... <laughs> yes, just... I was obsessed with Travis Barker. It's okay. He was pretty hot. But anyway, oh, like, I don't, so but I don't understand that. Like, it's so weird that, like, all these things that are, like, anthropomorphized or whatever have, like, pets. What are you... Th- what else are you referring to? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I immediately regret bringing this <laughs> You're up. like, everything had this. Everything had pets. I can't think of an example. I'll keep trying to think, but, like, I feel like there were so many weird shows where, like... 
animated things that had. I'm fascinated to know what else. Whether I'll come up with something. If I don't remember anything here, I'll tweet wave about your it. arms maniacally if you know if you can if you can think of something. Another example. You just go and then we'll stop. Okay, I'll just like randomly blurt something out. So, but basically, what happens in this episode is the yeah. So. <laughs> So no, but there was another, like, there was a Viking lore, like, they lure the two head gargoyles away, and they turn back to stone, because as soon as the sun rises, they go back to stone, mm-hmm. and while the two head guy, uh, the the guy and the lady are away, mm-hmm. they smash the other gargoyles mm-hmm. to death, mm-hmm. and so when they, they go back to the castle, they're like, all of our friends are dead, fuck, what are we gonna do? And then the Vikings are attacking. And that's the end of, like... And then it fucking ends. And I'm mad I can tell that. you what happens no, in the next episode. No, I don't need you to tell me that. I can watch it if I really want to know. But, like, again, I feel like this is aimed at kids, right? But so it's you start, highbrow. Man. Sure, highbrow kids. But you start out in New York, and then you flashback, like, over a thousand years, right? Yeah. To a completely different country... It was exactly a thousand years at the time. Yeah, and and then it ends, and, like, there's no resolution or anything about, like, how they got there or why or anything. So I get it. It's, like, a cliffhanger to lure you in. But on paper, it's just, like, maybe the worst thing I've ever heard to, like, get a, a little kid to watch. Like, hey, kids, come watch this thing about, like, these things that are only alive for maybe 12 hours of the day. Not even 12. That's a lie. Like, what? eight hours well, of the day? Well, it depends on what season it is. Sure, and sometimes they're in Scotland a thousand years ago, sometimes they're in New York, and I I asked Caitlin, I was like, is this gonna be, like, a weird thing where, like, a human falls in love with, like, this creepy-ass stone thing? And you didn't want to tell me, but you were like, maybe. <laughs> later, a later, like, literally, like, season three, like, one, like, there's a female protagonist that, like, falls in love with one of them. I feel like that's so weird. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it, it's weird. But, like, I'm telling you, like, the reason I liked it, I think, was because, I think, as you could see, it does not talk down to kids. No, absolutely not. It talks not. very, it's very, like, even the dialogue was not, like, for kids. It was, no. like, for adults, just happened to be animated. It almost felt like one of those shows that, like, was animated for children, but the plot and the dialogue was for the parents who had to watch it with the kids. Right. That's why I liked it as yeah. a kid. I, I mean, like, I, get I get it. it. I yeah. get why you would like it. Like, you love and are so curious and interested in history. Yeah. And so, like, there's so many historical elements about this that, like, I understand. Like, it makes sense to me that you would have liked it. Because yeah. as an adult, you're so into that and you're always spouting off these facts about stuff that I've never even heard of. I'm so sorry. No, it's interesting to me. But so, like, you always, no. you know so much about history. And I'm like... Of course it makes sense that you would like a show like this. <laughs> like, of course it does. I'm to... sitting at home fucking around watching Sailor Moon, and you're, like, actually watching something that might have some substance. Not really. It's weird, though, how we're not that different in age. No, I'm a little a bit older. Apart, yeah, I'm, right. like, two, three years older than you. And, like, this completely escaped my radar. Like, I knew it was a thing. Like, I feel as though I can recall when it was, like, a Happy Meal toy. Or something like that, but it never was. I've genuinely never seen an episode, not even like parts of one. I knew it was a thing, 
But I'm, I didn't know anything about it. Well, it aired, at least where I lived at the time. So this aired when I lived in, like, the tri-state area. And, like, it aired at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, weekdays from, like, 1994 to 1996. Like, mm-hmm. it was very, like, it was, like, I was a child. And so I remember watching this after school. And it was, like, when my mom was, like, driving my sister to, to ballet class or whatever. And, like, it was just me just turning it on, and I remember liking it so much, because, A, I loved the animation, because I thought it was so cool, mm-hmm. and, B, because it was, like, the only, it was a Disney afternoon show. It was a later was Disney. Was it? Yeah, it was, like, a later Disney afternoon show, but it was, like, it, it, it just felt, I remember loving the fact that it just didn't talk down to me. Like, it felt very adult. Yeah. That's why I liked it so much. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I understand completely why you liked it. And for as many questions as I have about it, I didn't dislike it. It was just so startling to me that this was made for children. Right. Like, it doesn't feel like it should be for kids at all. It doesn't. Like, the animation is definitely for kids. But the subject matter, I was like, wait, what? Like, what? The, what is actually happening right now? I was so confused <laughs> about told, so much of it. I told you, I hadn't seen this in such a long time, so I was so nervous making you watch this because I was like, well, this might be terrible. I remember loving this well, as a now child. You know, now you know how I feel with, like, 80% of all the other <laughs> stuff we talk about that, like, was my childhood. Like, Monster Squad I made you watch, and you're like, um, this is fine. And it, I was like, but I loved that so much. So now you know what it's like. Aw, but I still, like, even as an adult watching this, I remember, like, yeah, even if I had never seen this as a kid, if I had just watched this now for the first time, I still would have liked this. Well, I want to know what happens, but, I like, I also... I you everything that happens. Yeah, I also, like, don't want to watch five more episodes to find out what happens, but I want to know. I can give you a brief rundown. All right. Do you want me to do it right now? Um, yeah, give it to me in, like, a minute. Okay, so basically, they... Okay, if you, if you don't want to know, turn off... Right now, shut it off. If you don't want to hear a spoiler from an animated cartoon series from... from the mid-90s. Like, 20... Oh, over 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Stop listening. So, basically, so, they they wake up in Scotland because an eccentric billionaire takes their castle Do you mean ruins. New York? In, well, uh, you said they wake up in Scotland. Okay, they wake up in New York. Okay. An eccentric billionaire in New York takes their, their castle, picks it up. So, basically... What happens is they think the princess dies, and to curse the gargoyles for their folly or whatever, they were like, okay, you are frozen in time until the castle rises above the clouds. What? So a helicopter comes (laughs) and picks up the castle and moves it to New York City, and it rises above the clouds, and then they wake up, and they're in Manhattan in the 90s. So they had a thousand years of sleep. They slept for a thousand years. Okay, that makes a lot more sense, because I thought it was, like, a time jump. Like, immediately no, what happened in 994, then they woke up the next day in 1994. No, like, they've been asleep for a thousand years. Oh. And then they wake up, and they're like, what the hell is going on? Where are we? And there's only five gargoyles left. Their species is completely otherwise endangered. So they gotta repopulate, am I right? Is well, that the series? The lady gargoyle that you didn't like I didn't. actually turned out to be a bad guy. I knew it! And she's God, alive. I called it. Are you impressed that I could tell? Totally. Yes. And I then, knew she seemed like a bitch. And then they have a like they fight crime in New York, like kind of sort of like Ninja Turtle style. Nice. But then there the big twist like I think it's season two or season three. How many seasons were there? Oh th- I think there were three seasons okay. and that ended. So, the, so they have a cop 
who is their best friend, who is basically April. That lady? Yeah, the lady. Yeah. She's, like, April O'Neil. She's, like, their best friend. And then she, like, calls them, like, hey, we have, like... But it's very adult in a weird w- way. Like, she, like, will, like, infiltrate, like a, like, a gang or, like, a mafia situation. Does she fuck Goliath? <laughs> it's... It's... They don't, don't say it's complicated. They... It's heavily implied towards the end. All right. It's, it's like, creepy. Like, towards the end, she she actually, like, makes out with him at the end. Oh, I don't like and that it's at like, all. And it's, like... She's, like, you know how I feel about you. Like, that's how it... Like, season two, three no, ends. Can you imagine he has, like, a giant, like, boner made out of, <laughs> like, concrete? Maybe. Arena. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's like at towards the season three it gets very awkward. Oh my god. Yeah, so just keep watching. Well, now you've told me everything I need to know. Does it end like this series? Does it end conclusively or were they like no. cut short? No, it's very complicated because it was oh, there course. there was a lot of issues of like the showrunner and the studio had fights and so like the studio decided to end the series separate of the showrunner and so Ooh. he says however the series ended ended it was not like canon and like i don't know it's like it's complicated it sounds complicated yes yeah, so i don't really know the full story but i just remember hearing like oh no, no the last season doesn't count because it's not considered canon because they had a different showrunner and like i don't know well, interesting yeah so but the first two seasons were great and like fun and like it the tone of like the same tone of what yeah. you saw and so that's why i liked it so much is because i felt like I was being talked to, like, as a human, not as a child. Well, it's just such an interesting idea. Like, I would have loved to have been in the room. Like, I don't understand how this would have been pitched. Like, hey, we want to do this show. It's about gargoyles. And they're only alive for this many hours of the day. And then they're in Scotland. But they're going to end up in New York fighting crime. Like, that sounds on paper ridiculous but it's all it's, but it's i like I, I enjoyed what i saw like i won't lie i enjoyed it you know never having seen it before you know i would say maybe like 7.5 10 out of 10 i'd watch it again yeah it was like for just to see like what it was it was entertaining i left with a lot of questions which i feel like is a good thing because it meant that i was engaged yeah. Um, you know, I probably would have been into it as a kid if I would have given it a chance, but I just passed it over. Yeah, I feel like it was a show for smart kids. Oh, so I was a dumb kid? No, but like... To, That's I, what you implied. No, I feel like you were outside of the, the susceptible susceptible age range when it like came out. Yeah, I think I was out of the age you were range. Like I like being out of the, when it came out. I like being out of the age range more than being the dumb kid. No, no, no. I had nothing to do with being <laughs> dumb. I feel like you were, you were just outside of the demographic that it was appealing to. Or <clears throat> trying to aim at. Yeah. But, yeah, I... Did it hold up for you? Actually, it did. Like, I was impressed because I thought, like, the animation is now 22 years old. That's insane. And I think about at the time when that came out, that would be the equivalent of... Me seeing animation from 72. Yeah. And, like, considering that it was that old, I was like, the animation looks really good. Mm-hmm. And I I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked it. So what would you give it out of 10? I would say 8 out of 10. Yeah? Ooh, we were really close. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad that I watched it. No, I think it's, like, it's definitely not, like, if you're like, oh, this is for kids. Like, if you watch it as a, this is a serious show, and it's, like, it could have been live action, but it was animated somehow. 
If it would have been live action in 1994, it would have been garbage. Oh, it would have been garbage. But, like, if it was live action now, it could have been good. Yeah. Probably could have been good. But Or if it would have been, like, half CGI now. But, or, like, maybe some claymation. To be fair, you've only seen a technically, like, the equivalent of, like, a quarter of the pilot. I have seen 22 minutes of Gargoyles. And I'm like, all right, I'm into it, I guess. No, it, it gets really good. Like, you gotta see, like, the theme and, like, all of that. It's, yeah, I didn't see a theme song. Is there a theme song? Oh, yeah. Oh, can you sing it? It's epic. Nope. It, there's no lyrics. <laughs> oh, how does it sound? Can you play it on your piano? Totally. I want to hear it later. Later. Okay. Can you also play me the Harry Potter song? Hedwig's theme? Again? Yeah, again. I need it in okay. my life some we'll, more. We'll make it happen. Okay, thank you. Um, any additional any, thoughts? Oh, God, I don't know. I feel like I had so many more questions, but you did such a good job of answering them. I did not. No, you did. I mean, I wanted to know about Tubbs. I wanted to know what his backstory was. Tell him that you call him Tubbs. Well, I mean, it was just so funny. Like, they were showing all these different gargoyles. You're like, he's my favorite. I knew immediately. I thought, because I thought the smaller one. You know, the, the little bug-eyed one was yeah. going to be my favorite, and then they turned to Tubbs, and he, like, the blue, I was like, You like blue, the blue one. The blue one, yeah, and then he, like, pulled his stomach up, and he was like, I'm so strong, and then it dropped over his waistband, and I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But I don't know, it's just, it's just such a strange thing, I guess, because we're so inundated now with all these stories, or, like... Everything on the CW is like vampires or werewolves or witches or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. <laughs> gargoyles isn't really like a thing. No, it was, so it, it was, was kind unique. of a strange thing for me to see because that's not anything I'm used to seeing. But you know, I can I get it. I appreciate how creative it was. Yeah, it was like you. It, they were trying to build their own thing. Yeah, they were yeah. trying to make a brand. They did for a few years anyway. Yeah, they did for a few I years. I mean, I can understand the appeal of the gargoyle. Like, you don't have to spend all, all your day with them. You mm-hmm. don't have to, like, really be invested too much. You only got those few nighttime hours. You, what did you say to me? You're I like, don't know what I said. You said, oh, he'd be the, like, they'd be the perfect boyfriend. I did. I was like, they'd be the perfect boyfriend because they wouldn't be bothering you all the time. They'd be, like, alive for ten hours a day. <laughs> they, like, wouldn't want to, like, move in. They wouldn't, they'd just be, like, they cool They couldn't move out. in, because they were literally stoned. They could, like, move into the roof of your house. Yeah, but, like, that <laughs> But, like, it. they wouldn't, like, be constantly, like, checking in on you or needing to, like, <laughs> hang out with you 24 hours a day. You're like, wait, they're only awake when the sun's down? I'm like, yeah. I was like, That I would think, be the perfect way. I was like, I could, I could get behind that. Like, none of them were animated in a way that I found attractive. Which you laugh at me, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there are some, yeah. like, cute cutely animated Oh, things. totally. Like, that's a thing. It is a thing. These were not a thing at no. all. Like, gross. But I understand, like, the appeal of the gargoyle boyfriend. Totally. You're like, oh, they're only awake eight hours a day. Perfect. Perfect. They're not going to They're not going to bring a backpack over and try to move in. They're not yeah. going to, like, go to, like, work and, like, show up unexpectedly. Oh, my God. The unexpected show up. Mm. Don't care for it. That's the worst. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. I it is a you. thing. And then, like, by, like, 6 a.m., they're done. They're out. They're done. They're out. And they don't even have to spend the night. That's nope. the best part. They're just... A, they're out. They're literally a pile of rocks. <laughs> well, Perfect. That was, like, that was, like, within, like, two minutes of this show starting, that was, like, your first instinct. It was, like, I see why they'd be the best boyfriend. Was it really that early into it the was, show? It was a very early into the show. <laughs> you were, like, oh, I get it, because they could be, like... Yeah, because they're never awake. And you know, like, I don't want that cling. <laughs> I don't want that clinginess. 
You're like, just someone has to wake a couple hours a day. That's all I need. Yeah, just at nighttime. Yeah. That's all you need. Just the Perfect. nighttime. The Perfect. Nighttime attention. That's Winter it. time, like, 6 o'clock, boom, you're here, and then, like, by 4, you're done. I mean, it's even better than, like, turning back into a pumpkin or whatever. You just turn back into stone. You can't be bothered. <laughs> you should probably watch this longer than... I don't know. I'm never going to be attracted to any of these gargoyle cartoons. As you should, as you're not a child under the age of six. I'm not. Good. Okay. I don't know if I have anything else to say, but I did think of something I want to ask you about after the podcast about gargoyles versus weeping angels. Oh, weeping... Well, ask me right now. Okay, so what... Do you think that weeping angels are based on gargoyles? I don't think so. Okay. Cool talk. (laughs) I said, like, I've been in a bunch of, like, cemeteries where they have, like, weeping angels. Like, okay, by the way, when we say weeping angels, we mean, like... We're talking about Doctor Who. Doctor Who, there's, like, an alien race that resembles... Think about when you go to a cemetery and there's, like, these, like, statues on gravestones that look like they're crying over the deceased... It's a weeping angel. It's a weeping angel. You also find out that it can be any statue later on in the series. Any statue. So it's like a thing where if it looks like it's weeping and it's trying to kill you and you can't look away from it at all. Like if you blink. You don't blink, blink and you're dead. Don't blink and you're dead. Yeah, exactly. Blink and you're dead. And like you can't blink, you can't look away from them. If you do, they'll attack you. Yeah. So no, this was not weeping angels because... I mean, there were stone things. I guess maybe that was the only similarity. There's no, you're right. There's stone statues that don't move and come to life in certain circumstances. Yeah, but I cannot... I'm afraid of the weeping angels. I'm not afraid of those gargoyles because they were silly looking. You know what I didn't like? Last thing I want to mention that yeah. girl. What was the girl's name who I didn't like? What the girl gargoyle? Oh well, she doesn't have a name yet, but she has a name in a later episode. Okay, the lady I know gargoyle. The name what what is it? Her name becomes, her name's Demona. Ugh. But she doesn't have a name until, like, episode three or four. Okay, so fucking Demona. Her goddamn little tiny hands that were peeking they all out have of that. I didn't like it. I only noticed it on her. Like, she had tiny little four-fingered hands on top of her wings, like a bat. And they I didn't all like have it. that, though. I only saw it on her, and well, I did not like it. You're, you're prejudiced. I am. Well, I am prejudiced against bad Villains, and I guess that she was a villain. It was funny because she didn't say anything specifically villainous, but you immediately were like, "Ooh, I don't like, I don't like her." That's the way she's drawn. She turns into a bad guy. I knew it. Later, I've got that sixth sense. Villain sense. Thank you so much. Well done. Well done. Well, I think we might go watch some more gargoyles right now. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yeah, I don't. Do you have anything else to say? I don't. Okay. Um, I do. What's up? Um, I just think that everyone here should follow Caitlin on Twitter, because she's really funny. I disagree, but... Well, shush. She's very funny, and she's, uh, can be located at... Duffus... At... At... Duffosaurus underscore? Yeah, you have an underscore in your hand. Duffosaurus underscore Rex. Rex. Bless your heart. (laughs) You don't know. At... Because I barely use it. But you are so funny on Twitter. You guys, you should really follow her. She will make you laugh. Nope. Yep. Um, it's a true story. At Duffosaurus underscore Rex. Yeah, that's Caitlin. And follow then her. Tiffany is at T Solia. S-O-L-I-A-H. <laughs> it's Solia. That's the way you pronounce it. But like Solia, like somebody could hear that and go, is that 
S O L Y. Oh, maybe. Like, I had to phonetically write out how to pronounce my name at my high school and college graduation. It's S O S O L I A H. That's it. That's all you gotta know. But I don't tweet that many interesting things. It's mostly about soccer. It's at T Solia. That's her Twitter handle. Caitlin is sleepy. I can see it in her face. And you can follow our podcast, Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes, at Nostalgia Killer. That's right. Dot org. Just kidding. Dot gov. Dot gov. (laughs) Yeah, I got it wrong there. We're on Tumblr, but we never figured out how to use it. Dot edu. Yeah. uh, We're definitely a nonprofit. So anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed us talking about gargoyles. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm Caitlin. I'm Tiffany. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,